0: Hey, welcome back to Coaching with Dr. Heidi, Get Detoxicated podcast. Uh, My mission is to bring hope, healing, and freedom to those whose lives have been affected by toxic relationships. And today I am actually gonna talk about a term that I oftentimes define in some of my workshops. I actually do a workshop where I go over uh, the definitions of a lot of the terminology that you will run into as you research uh, narcissistic and emotional abuse on the internet. And it's kind of a joke because you start researching it and there's all these terms that then you have to do research on the research to figure out what the terms you're finding in the research is. Uh, But the one that I want to talk about today because I've got several clients that are getting into the situation where they've moved out of a toxic relationship or out of several toxic relationships and now they're trying to venture out into either the dating world or the just friending you know making friends world and they're very cautious and very not trusting um, one of the terms that I talk about is love bombing and today that's gonna be the topic for the podcast um, the reason I feel like this is necessary is love bombing is very confusing and once you're aware of this term it's kind of a catch-22 because once you're aware of it it almost brings your guard up to people that are actually good people Um, love bombing is often called the narcissistic the narcissist's secret weapon and the reason we call it that is it is it is, occurs in the initial stages of a relationship with a narcissistic personality or with an emotional abusive type personality where they're gonna go all out to impress their target. Now remember, we talked about people who are good, nice, caring, loving, and empathetic are going to be targets for a toxic person. So in the initial stages, the toxic person is going to go over the top trying to impress their target with signs of attraction and admiration. You will feel like there is nothing you can do wrong in the initial stages of a relationship with a toxic person. They'll use flattery, gifts, and sometimes they're elaborate gifts. Promises of a super happy future Love notes, you know, passionate gestures, they like to spend money and kind of make you feel like you have just met your person. Uh, Because as we know, the toxic person's main goal is control, power, attention, and admiration. The love bombing stage sets a toxic person up for complete success in the four categories of control, power, attention, and admiration. The initial overpour or exaggeration of romantic acts will no doubt distract you from your life and from your life with others, from your work life, from your self-care life. You like the attention and admiration as anybody would at the beginning of a relationship. So your time is soon occupied mostly by them because them giving you all the attention really makes you feel good. So what happens is you start seeing your friends and family less because you really like the attention you're getting over here. You stop making yourself a priority. Maybe you skip the start skipping the gym. Or maybe you you know quit doing the things that you know are good for you because The magnetic draw that they have over you by showering you with all this attention draws you away from self-care because you'd rather feel the feeling of admiration and attention. A lot of times your routine and your schedule goes out the window because you want to accommodate to their routine and their schedule. So very soon you have crossed the line of making them more important than you. And guess what? They totally know it it worked absolutely perfect for them. Now, you trying to see your friends and family takes explanation and sometimes even bartering. Getting back on your schedule where you feel like you've got your life together seems impossible because now you have allowed them to expect you to choose them and their schedule. Now, it's gone from giving you attention and admiration to get you to do these things. And it's turned into they now use guilt and manipulation to keep the same actions going. The actions that they once controlled you with, with the attention and admiration, they now fully control with guilt and manipulation. Ta-da! Perfect planning on their part leads to you losing yourself on your part. Now you feel the need to get permission to see your friends. You need to promise something in return to go visit your family, to get a pedicure, go to the gym, go hunting with the guys. And sadly, they have set you up so that you can, they can totally control all of your decisions, even down to who you're gonna hunt with and the color of your nail polish. They now dictate when and how long you see your family by acting like they need you or want you to be at home or want you to be around them. They will say stuff like, well, we never get to spend any time anymore. And so I planned this evening to hang out. So you will cancel your plans or shorten your visit. And as soon as you do, you start anticipating this great night with this person that you met in the beginning only to find out that they really had no plans of following through on quality time with you. Sometimes by the time you get home, they're not even there. So that's, a, that's an example of they basically set you up to think that they want to spend time with you so that they can control the amount of time you spend with other people. The whole reason for this type of action is to keep your attention on them. Anything that takes your attention off of them makes them feel less in control. They control, that's what they do. We've talked about that from the beginning of the podcasts. If you tell them they're a controller, they will absolutely deny it. So you need to always remember that. Actions speak louder than words. One client I had always got her nails done. Absolutely beautiful woman. Um, She began dating and the friends and the family and the taking care of herself and the going to the gym and the going to the um, to get her manicure was taking time away from him. And so he would actually nitpick on her taking time away to get her nails done. Well, it's what she had always done. So now she's feeling guilty about it um, and insisted on doing it anyway. And what he started doing was, okay, fine, you can go do that, but I'm going to pick the color that you paint them. So what in the world? So now she's trying to take time for herself and she's getting a manicure and now he's in her mind because he gets to pick the color. So something she totally used to do for herself has turned into now to something that she does for him. But the question is, how did it get to where she had to make a deal to do the same thing that she's always done for herself? And when she left she was unable to even pick her polish color because she had been being told what color polish she was picking for so long. Another client who um, was in a situation, um, fishing is his favorite pastime. Peace was what he got when he went fishing. All the cares in the world went away, all the work stress went away, at least for a couple hours. When they first met, she encouraged his time alone and she admired his self-care until she needed more attention. That's when she sold his fishing pole. The one thing that gave him peace, she took away. So now not only can he not go fishing, she has also created a memory that revolves around her and that's going to surface every time he goes fishing. So in summary, the things they say they admire about you in the beginning are the same things that they use to control you later. Another angle to the love bombing stage is the level of trust they coerce you into giving them. They are so enamored by you in the beginning that they will divulge, that you will divulge your biggest secrets to them. Because they are so quickly proving that you have just met your soulmate. They're probably secrets that you have never told anyone else. Maybe things that you are embarrassed of or things that you've done that you're not proud of. But as they convince you, that you are to trust, trust them and how trustworthy they, they are and non-judgmental they're going to be, they trick you into admitting all your secrets. And they sometimes will even say they have similar secrets. So you will divulge your entire past now down to the nitty-gritty details, expecting them to do the same, and you will only get parts and pieces of their past in return. The love bomber then gathers up all these sometimes embarrassing and very personal information that you have just given them and they tuck it right into their little back pocket. And they leave it there, leaving you to believe that they have your back and they will support you. You will not hear about any of this again until further down the road when they need some ammunition against you. And when it comes back up it does not have the same trustworthy non-judgmental feeling that it had when you divulged it rather it is used as blackmail or just another tactic to get something that they need from you or to get you to do something or to get you not to do something or to make you feel bad about yourself sound familiar to any of you if so I am deeply sorry, Um, I have been there. It is then confusing to move forward into other relationships unless you have your boundaries set because of the fear of trusting. Because there are actually good people out there that when you do meet them, they do admire you and they do give you attention. But because of the facade that you've been through with a toxic person, it makes it very difficult for you to understand and not continually question their motives. Be true to you. Set boundaries and keep them. The right one will not ask you to rush into a relationship. They, the right one will not ask you to give up your family. They will not ask you to quit seeing your friends. The right one will not ask you to quit things that are good for you or that you do for yourself. The right one will not ask you to compromise yourself in any way. It is up to you to pay attention. Don't let them tell you something when your gut is telling you something else. If you know you have been a target, meaning you are a good, loving, caring person, you must learn the tactics in love bombing. Now this week, think back on the beginning of the toxic relationship that you have in mind and see the remarkable difference between who you met at the beginning and who they are now. Thanks for listening, this is Dr. Heidi. Remember, life is too short to be anything but happy and you deserve it. Now I have a couple of announcements. Um, I have said before, I do offer a um, It's a questionnaire. It's called a toxicity profile analysis. It can be found on my website. Uh, The website right now is edgewellness.net and there's a toxic relationship page where the TPA can be found. Um, Very shortly, I am relaunching the entire Coaching with Dr. Heidi program and we will have our own website. But for right now, it's edgewellness.net. You can uh, download that TPA. It is hundred and six questions it is kind of lengthy I think it's a 106 questions it might be 126 questions I'll have to look um, but they're just yes or no questions and when you take the the TPA what you're gonna do is just yes or no have I have I been here in my life don't overthink the questions don't try to go okay this is my past this is my present just yes or no have Has this question affected me? And then right now you'll email it back into my office and my um, administrator, Angela, will get back a hold of you and set up a uh, free assessment where I can kind of let you know which of the character traits of the toxic person your life has been affected by. So if you're interested in that, um, again, it's edgewellness.net. Feel free to jump on there and fill that out. If you have questions that you would like me to address in the podcast, you can get a hold of me through Facebook or through my Instagram account. They are both Coaching with Dr. Heidi. I will assure you that when you get a hold of me, if I do use your question in a podcast, it's totally anonymous, just so you know that. Um, if you like this episode or other episodes in the series, please share it with a friend. Help us help of other people find us. Uh, Make sure to click on the subscribe button so you yourself does not miss an episode. Um, Then all the good news, I've talked about it quite a bit over the last month. Uh, There is a relaunch going on and the name of this podcast is going to change within the next month. It's going to go from Get Detoxicated to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic. We're going to have a new look. We're going to have an entirely new website. Eventually, hopefully before the end of the year, my coaching programs are actually going to be able to purchase online and self-study. So if you're in a position where you either can't be on the phone or you can't have correspondence with me personally to do an individual program, you can actually self-study my online program. So that's coming up, that's super exciting. And um, I think that's about all, but I'm hoping to hear from you. Actually, this last week, I got a lot of questions Um, through my Instagram page so I know that there's becoming more and more listeners to this podcast so please share it if you feel like it holds value for you in your life because there are a lot of people in our situation that have no idea that there's help out there so thanks again we will be talking to you soon this is Dr. Heidi with the Get Detoxicated